What is good, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us once again on an episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm Sessions, 63 episodes deep. Thank you so much for joining us all these episodes in, just talking about coffee, life, business, all the good stuff. Um, and today, we're just going to dive into a little bit about, you know, uh, some of the changes that we've seen not only in the coffee industry, but also in our business model, but also in our personal lives. Um, because I think change, as we know it, is inevitable. Um, over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of change in the world, in the grand scheme of things. Um, and um, I think it's something I was just thinking about, like, I think it was earlier this week, where it's just like, it's so fascinating that life, you're like going through life, everything's perfect. And it almost gets kind of weird when things are running too smooth mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh man, what's, what's about to happen. And then, you know, every, everything just comes crumbling down. You're like at your low, your, you know, life sucks. This is horrible. But then, you know, that's probably not going to stay there. Yeah. And all of a sudden life gets better. It gets better. It gets better. And then all of a sudden you're like, all right, it's, you know, things are, things are working out. And then yeah. you're like, okay, wait, why is this working out? And why is this good for so long? I don't know. That's just, I feel like that's just like a very, um, in business in life, that's like a classic um, timeline of things. I don't know. 100%. But I also don't think that that's something bad. No. I, yeah, I don't think it's bad too. I, I remember when I was working for the nonprofit, I, um, sheesh, I, have these moments when we would get like these massive donations, like a ton of money came in, like, and it, there would be almost this like anxiety of like, wait, is this for real? Or like, what if I do something wrong with this money? Like yeah. this fear of like, what if what we want to accomplish with this money doesn't actually get done? Like there's this fear of having that abundance. Yeah. Um, and it, honestly, for me, just in just my adult life, the there's more fear around the abundance than actually hmm. the comfort of like not having enough. And yeah. that's probably my personal issues I need to tackle, but yeah. Yeah. still, you know what I mean? There's yeah. like, it's almost like when you have this abundance, when there's so much going on, like you are responsible to make the right choice with it. And that's, right. that can right. be kind of scary. And you know, on that same note, but without getting too far into it, um, uh, you know, change in those circumstances, in that yeah. transitioning period, change is actually probably the only way that you can get to where you want to be. For sure. If you keep yeah. doing what you're doing right now, you're probably not going to get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And for you to get there, you're going to have to change about a lot of the things that you're doing right now to be able to achieve some of the bigger things that you're planning, whether that's in your business, whether that's in your you know barista career, your roasting career, your um, whether you own a coffee roasting company or listening to this or whatever, maybe you're, you know, you're, you're studying in school or whatever that is, really, you have to change certain things over a time, over some period of time to get a different result than what you're getting right now. Yeah. And some, that's not to say that, you know, sometimes you get, you find what works and you just keep going at it. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. But at the end of the day, there has to be some kind of changes to be able to yield a, a different, a different, a different result. Yeah. Um, and so, it's not all bad, but anyways, before we, you know, yeah. get on there, let's pour some drip coffee as always. Um, let's give this a taste. Um, that being said, um, yeah, I'll wait on that for a second, but Serge, why the heck are you drinking out of a 
coffee milk steaming pitcher. It just feels fun. You're gonna scorch your 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 oh, your yeah, lips and your palate. Oh god! This reminds me of one of those camping mugs. You know, um, you know the hot metal camping mugs that I don't know. What oh yeah, uh, yeah. You had one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're not that. They're not. That's that. horrible. That's this gonna is, scorch you. <laughs> that's steaming. It's a bad idea. It's piping. That's fun. Well done. This is nice. What do you think? It's nice? Yeah. The bed of the bat the basket bed didn't look too it's a bad. Little bright. But the water didn't rise very high, which is weird. Yeah. But it was Could nice and flat though, fleeced. I mean you did give it the wiggle wiggle. <laughs> you have to give the give it the wiggle wiggle with batch brewers. No, that's the that's a trick that Synergy taught me. On your home batch brewer, you just take the basket and give it a little little side to yeah. side wiggle, flatten out that that you know the brew bed. Um, it goes a far away. So yeah. you just gotta make sure that the filter doesn't fold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're over it. We're done. <laughs> Actually, it's on Spotify now. It's like I know I've listened to it. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, hopefully, some of you guys have caught on to that uh, that TikTok trend. The song is just like echoing in my in my yeah. brain. You can't get it out. It's just so good as well. Yeah. The, the original video. It's like an older guy with glasses. He looks, He's like, yeah. and then the ever person that's before? interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever rapped before? I have. Can we hear some of the rap? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's not even the original song i think somebody layered a beat over it yeah the yeah, beat yeah, it's so yeah. excellent it was like a beautiful artistic collaboration I think. <laughs> it's funny how things go viral like that but that's another podcast right virality indeed um it's not bad <laughs> other than the fact that maybe this is like two days off a of roast that may be probably the thing that would... Oh, this is the fresh one. Dang. It would probably actually taste better. But other than that, it, it's not actually horrible. This is actually a pretty decent grind size, even though mm-hmm. it was draining so fast through that basket. But uh, that's I, actually I've tightened not bad. it up just a bit, the grind size that is. Make it a little finer. Yeah. But it's the mouthfeel. I don't know if it's because you opened up the carafe and let it cool a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe because I'm drinking out of a pitcher and it becomes hot on its own. So yeah. it cools down the beverage, but I, um, it's like soft. Do you feel that? The texture is like super soft. I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. But it coats it's your mouth so slightly nicely. Slightly juicy, velvety, yeah, soft. It's velvety, it's soft. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. I like it with, a lot. With some pleasant complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, um yeah it was interesting this coffee we're actually supposed to drop it this weekend but we had some issues going on um we're getting that figured out that ironed out so a new coffee hopefully will be dropping next weekend um but yeah i you know a few a few people you know have tried this coffee some of our friends in the coffee industry some friends that are actually serving it behind the bar and have said wow this is it's sweet mm-hmm. and it's jammy and we like it. Yeah. Like that that was Tim's word. Tim was like, dude, it's actually like jammy. Like we're getting a wow. lot of strawberry off of it. And I'm like, 
Well, he, Tim said that. Yeah, I was. Like, I thought I was wild. I was like, I was, like, I was getting, like cooked strawberries. I, I told, I told table. Tim, I'm like, I was Whoa. fighting Sergi. I don't know if I would put strawberry, but I did go with apricot jam. And yeah. then Alana walked by and she's like, Yeah, it tastes like preserves. And I'm like, That was. I also said that. Yeah, I was literally spot on. So. Wow. Um, and then Nathaniel, you know, at, at Narrative was like, dude, this is just sweet. So yeah. it's got like that jammy, um, sweet flavor. It's just like a good solid coffee. Mm-hmm. I think actually this coffee, um, I've been brewing it on espresso in my caps. And it's one of those coffees that is like, it just holds itself so heavy mm-hmm. together that um, it just, when you put it in t- with like in a cap on espresso or in a mm-hmm. cortado or as a shot or, you know, whatever it is, it just holds itself so well. It's like, yeah. I don't I don't even know how to explain it, but it kind of reminds yeah. me of like, like what what I enjoy in a Guatemalan as well. Yeah. But um, not 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 really. But anyways, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I want to say great. this coffee is like related in flavor to the Guatemalan. No, 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 but no I definitely not at all. Know what you no. mean? Yeah. Like our Jorge Mendez when yes, that coffee yes. drops, um, it's so like big. Not in a sense of like these amazing like stupid like natural esque flavors. Mm-hmm. And I'm using stupid in a good term, mm-hmm. you know. Um, not like that big, but just like heavy and yeah, sweet. Yeah. The sweetness is so rich, like almost buttery. Yeah. Um, it yeah. coats your mouth in that way yeah, and, and it lingers just, for a while. And yeah. it just spanks in like a little cortado yeah. cap with some milk. It just, it's so good. And it's got this really, anyways, this coffee is coming soon. Um, yeah. It's also an origin we've never dropped before, yeah. um, which, you know, contributes to the podcast. But before we get into that, we're also dropping today, um, this morning of the podcast airing, a Colombian Talima decaf from El Virgil. Um, if you guys have been around, we have two coffees already from Virgil. This is the third one. It's a decaf. They they just know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it tastes good. And we have another Virgil, little sneak peek. That's uh, on the horizon. It's coming. Uh, yeah. That'll be a really fun one. But that being said, like, little decaf from from virgil and it's it's really solid it actually doesn't taste um doesn't have that um bready the bready the bready Mm -hmm. that's what i was going the bready decaf taste actually is a little more complex and Mm -hmm. kind of it's more it's less bready and more sweet i would say um it's just like a solid decaf honestly yeah Yeah. Yeah. i mean big shout out to forest coffee and our boy Santiago. Santiago. Let's Santiago, go. if you're listening to this, listen, you. Yeah. Listen, thank you for doing <laughs> so your good. work, doing yeah. the job right, um, getting us connected with some tasty coffee. So, folks, uh, I know, you know, not many, not everybody's a fan of decaf, but if you are a fan of decaf, give this a whirl, give this a try. Mm-hmm. Some friends have tried it of ours. Yeah. They love it. They're enjoying it. Um, it's just a really solid coffee that we're excited to share with you, uh, with you guys. Um, just something a little bit different. And, you know, it's also like initially we didn't want to have a decaf on the right. menu. I remember. Um, that just wasn't part of the conversation actually. But really, um, just like with all things, you know, um, opportunities arise. Wholesale accounts are, are asking for it. And really, you know, one thing you could do is just say, we don't want to deal with decaf. That's it. Mm-hmm. And call it off. And you could do that, and that's totally appropriate because you know, as a co- as the owner of a coffee roasting company, well, who who's to tell you know who's to say you need to have you know a Kenyan on the menu, yeah. other than yourself, you know. However, for us, that was like 
cool, this is actually an opportunity. Maybe we need to discover and find mm-hmm. a really tasty, you know, decaf. Yep. How can we uh, still serve coffees that we're happy to serve and proud to serve, um, even if they're just not quite what we jive with? Like, I don't drink very much decaf. You, I don't yeah. think you drink very much decaf. But it was an opportunity for us to change and to transition and to pivot, um, along with, like, next week's coffee that we're yep. dropping, hopefully. It's an origin that we've never, ever served. And... A big part of that was part of this change. And we're yep. seeing now this origin pop up literally on so many roasting companies. Like we're yep. seeing it everywhere. And we've I, I've never seen it at that to this quantity. So um, a lot of change, a lot of change. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times change is like initiated either by uh, just simply like experiencing something that catches you off guard. And there's this sense of curiosity in a sense, and you're like, catches your attention. I think when you brought up decaf, one of the first things that came to my mind is there was a decaf from Bold Bean that mm-hmm. caught my attention and started the conversation oh, between yeah. you and I. It's yeah. like Ana Mustafa's decaf from Colombia yeah. was one of the was the first coffee I had that was AE sugarcane processed. Yeah. And yeah. I was I was just surprised by how much acidity the coffee had mm-hmm. and lack of that breadiness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I've always disliked decaf because of that, but now mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. So that pushed us into maybe creating a possibility for changing up our menu, mm-hmm. um, which would include that decaf on it. So I think th- things like that, that catch you off guard. Um, you have two options. You can, uh, see something like that, you can completely reject it mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I'm not even going to ask the question of why. Yeah. I'm just going to push it away, stick it away. Yes, for sure. And forget it. For sure. Or the other option is to experience it, to hold on to that mm-hmm. and be like, what's going on here? And ask the why questions behind it and embracing mm-hmm. that. And really that's like, that's so much easier said than done. Yeah. Like so much easier said than done. And you know, but often though, but you know, with those changes, with that curiosity comes a potential opportunity that you might not have seen before. Like the fact that we were able to, you know, pick up a decaf and start serving that to some of our wholesale clients opened up more opportunity for Mm a, we're getting more sales. Uh, B we got to source some coffees that we wouldn't have sourced and we have a market for that now, which means we can experiment with it. And number three, it's like we can really also serve the people watching the podcast, the people that have been following along with our journey as a roasting company. And uh, that's just another avenue that we can serve people with. And that's excellent. That's Mm -hmm. great. Now, was that all easy? Of course not. You know, you have your fears and your doubts of like, what happens if you get a decaf and it doesn't sell? Well, it's coffee sitting around, you know, like it's kind of a little harder, different to push because not everybody enjoys decaf coffee you know it's kind of a niche thing um and one of the big ways also that we've seen this in the industry and this is going to push some buttons but i'm just going to still say because i'm i'm still struggling and challenged with it but naturals and anaerobic coffees like when i first got into the industry just as a hobby you know drinker um i love naturals naturals was like all i wanted and the first thing that i would look for on a coffee bag is a natural and if it's not i don't want it you know Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it it, um it's it's one of those things that like i don't 
I don't now I've kind of grown to I don't know if grown's the right word, but just developed in my own way of I don't really enjoy naturals that much now. Mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy anaerobic naturals or these experimental processes that are taste that have a little more booziness or fruitiness or mm-hmm. those kinds of qualities. However, that's been also challenging as a roasting company because if that's feels like that's the only thing people are drinking. Yep. And at some point we like our mission is to serve people is to, is to help people, you know, have tasty coffee at home, whatever that looks like. And that was challenging to say like, I don't know if I'm into this, but people like it. Yeah. I, I mean, our menu changed a lot. We started with, I think two or three coffees, two coffees. Yeah. And they were both washed. Yeah. And now it evolved to like, I think we have, I mean, we have a lot of coffees that are unreleased, to be honest. Yeah. And we are having a lot of coffees that are still afloat. Yeah. But I think last time I counted, we have like six or six to eight coffees in the potential as well. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's like a lot of change happening within that. And you referring to even naturals, like same. Like remember when I one time called you from Florida and I was working for Social Grounds Coffee. They were sourcing some coffees from our friends at Onyx Coffee. Mm-hmm. And I was a huge fan of El Limonar. That's right. Huge. Like it was an acid For bomb. those it, of you who know, you guys know. You know, yeah. it just was straight up lemon juice. And <laughs> I was obsessed with that. Like, oh God. And the reason it was because my palate went from like tasting Starbucks. Like I was yeah, a committed yeah. dark roast kind of guy. Like yeah, I buy yeah. a lot of like Sumatran coffees, a lot of these heavier dark roasted. I went as far as experimenting with Vienna roast. And if you know anything about that, that's like <laughs> I don't know, char. That, oh I mean, gosh. maybe I'm wrong. You can laugh at me, critique me all you want. I mean, I'm going to attack that and me put that on like, Instagram. <laughs> do it. Like, yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's dangerous. Um, but I experienced those coffees and I wanted to love them. I wanted to embrace them. And I still drink my coffee black for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I started experiencing like acidity in coffee, that just changed my whole perspective. Like I, I had no idea what acidity in coffee tastes like mm-hmm. until I experienced coffees like El Limonar. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, there's so much more. So it was like a major pendulum shift of change, right? Mm-hmm. And then I started, you know, same thing, going to naturals from naturals, like tasting more proper wash coffees. Yeah. And all of that to say is, I allowed my like curiosity and like experimentation mm-hmm. to take a hold so I can find something new. And I think it's sometimes yeah. very limiting to like settle on something and just keep hammering out of out hammering at it because yeah. it's comfortable, it's accessible, yeah, yeah. and you're just rocking with it. For and sure. there may be a time for that. Yeah. But what I would say is when an opportunity comes along, when something that catches you off guard, study it, observe it. Maybe embrace it yeah. and then make a decision whether to yeah. reject it or and, not. And stuff like in the coffee industry mm-hmm. where over the last 10 years, five years, things have been changing so much that, you know, yeah. the naturals you tasted 10 years ago are not the naturals today. Right. And that's also like, you know, I loved naturals at first and then I'm kind of veered away and now I'm a huge like washed coffee fan. Um, and then now even myself, like sometimes drinking like a natural and I'm like, Oh, okay. 
No, no, no. That's that's actually really different than all the other naturals, and I could actually jive with that. I mean, you know? this coffee right here that we just so, drank. Right, right, yeah. right. This coffee, <laughs> like, yeah. I forget that yeah. it's a natural. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Right. That's strange. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, like maybe... And that's like, you know, you changed once and then now you have to change again about something else. And then this continual process of change. And it's not easy because at some point you have to say what I was doing doesn't work anymore or what I thought once is not right. What, you know, what I believed once is not quite, you know, the the most factual or the most solid thing to to think or to yeah. believe, you know, and that's that's just straight up challenging, yeah. you know. And so for us as a coffee roasting company, also as a business We've gone through so much of that, like yeah. literally roaster warm-up sessions over the last two years, yes. literally totally. have been challenging, exciting, fun, easygoing, relaxed, tense, like full, like brain full of ideas and thoughts and really just wrestling with ideas that are challenging and exciting and, you know, piquing your interest. And, you know, if you were to, you know, I and I wish I documented more because I would love to yeah. have documented some of the thoughts that I thought about going into running a coffee roasting company, mm -hmm. but also now two and a half years now, almost approaching three years. Holy cow. That's insane. Yeah. But you know, like that progression of change and that came over a long period of time, but it was because, you know, like, it's kind of like, you know, people who like carve stuff out of like wood. Yes. It's like, you don't just take a saw and make one cut and then you see it, but it's literally mm -hmm. like chips, little chips that you're like hitting out to later, you know, over hours, hours of work, all of a sudden it's a chipmunk or it's a bear. You right. know what I mean? And that's what I feel like change has been running a business is like through, you know, all these things that have been going on in the world as well. It's like little chips of like, oh, you need to change something there, change something yep. there. That's not easy. And yep. You know, one thing is like, if you want to own a business and you hate change, uh, have yeah. your, have your, you know, have your best friend run the business and then you just work for yes. them that's and, and accompany smart. them, yeah. you know? That's and so good advice. it's, yep. it's because really that's what it's been. It's been a lot of change. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, oh, you just stirred up so many thoughts. Um, one of the things that it reminds me of is the TikTok trends of those like hyper or lapses or time lapses of um, one, yeah, carvers or like artists mm -hmm. a lot of the times. And I know I love watching them because I try to figure out what's gonna happen and yeah. I never get it right. But I'm like studying and I'm like, wait, wait, that, oh, okay. I see this, see that. Yeah. And then when the final picture shows up, I actually pause and think, wait, why did that artist start with making this shape mm -hmm. first or mm -hmm. making this line first. Like, but yeah. it, it's so hard to get into that artist or that person's head because yeah. they have a vision. They yeah. know what they're going to be like incorporating into this piece. So therefore when everything changes and if change is aligned with vision, mm -hmm. it becomes what you were saying. It becomes like progress. It, mm -hmm. you're moving into a direction that you still want to do, but you might not have an exact idea of how it's going to come about, but you yeah. have to embrace those changes yeah. because change is not like binary. It's not like black and white. It's not like good versus evil kind of yeah. thing. It, yeah. There's so much room and it flows yeah. and it ebbs and yeah. you keep going back and forth yeah. and you have to hold on to that. And it's not easy because it sometimes feels very risky. 
Really? Um, yeah. Whether like us choosing coffees, whether it's a farmer choosing to process um, from washed to natural or natural to washed. Yeah. There's so much risk involved, yeah. but you have to kind of welcome that. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that, I mean, for sure, you know, we're talking in the, in the context of, you know, running a business, but everyday life has so right. much of that, you know, um, whether, you know, where, what, what career you want, what job you want, what, where do you want to go to school? What do you want to study? And who do you want to be friends with? And where do you want to go eat? You know, like, oh, yeah. like you learn all of a sudden, Hey, you know, it's probably not a good idea to eat McDonald's every day. So now you have to change Yeah, and that's not going to be easy. Yeah. Like, Right now, like I have to, I'm like working on like changing a lot of my habits, my day-to-day habits that mm-hmm. aren't horrible, but they're just not the best for me and not the, not, they are, they're not leading me to where I want to be in the end. Mm-hmm. And so I have to make the changes now and they've just been, you know, really exciting, but also it's, you're going up against the grain. You're yep. going, it's kind of a little challenging and uncomfortable. And so, um, yeah. And I think, uh, I, I kind of want to, I'm I'm thinking about like Gary Vee who mm-hmm. is like um you know all of you people who are making fun of NFTs he's like you guys are like your you know your your mom uh 15 years ago you know who was like oh I'm afraid to put my credit card into the computer and you're mm-hmm. like what do you mean everybody's doing it you do it you know yeah. and they felt outdated at some point well at some point you're going to be outdated yeah and at some point you're going to have to change and that's not you know, that's not easy. You know, one thing for sure, like we've been, um, like July's coming up and July's going to be a lot of big changes for us. And, you know, those changes have actually, I think have been a, a culmination and a cumulative like combination of the last two and a half years of running a coffee roasting yeah. company. I feel like finally there are some things that are going to come to fruition in July, what we're going to be dropping. That's going to be like, Finally, Mir is actually living up to what we've dreamed it to be, yeah. what we want it to be. And it's so exciting, but it's also not 100% what we thought it was going to be two years ago. Yeah. You know, there are some things along the way that people have inspired us, yep. you know, um, people, brands, uh, art, you know, pop culture has all changed us in some way that is now overflowing into what we're working on to be dropped in July. And yeah. that's going to be a lot of change. It's going to be changing how we do business. It's mm-hmm. going to be changing the products that we offer. It's going to be changing, um, visually yeah. the entire experience of mirror, almost the entire experience of mirror is going to change. Yeah. And that's going to be fun change for us and fun change for the people listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think the scary, even hearing you say that the scary thing is as I was listening, I'm like, Oh wait, is mirror not going to be what it is? But that, that's not the thing. Like mirror is going to be more of what it's supposed oh, to yeah. be. Yeah. It's not that we're leaving the core ethos of mirror. No, we're revealing it on an even bigger scale. Yeah. And we're also like changing. Like, I, I mean, I think a lot of the times folks don't see what happens behind the scenes yeah. of the external like company blows up, right? Yeah. Or a company releases this amazing product. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times it's just not visible to folks the back end of stuff, the hard work, the yeah. changes that you've and I experienced. And yeah. I, I would say to everyone, it's like, you know, if you're in a place where you're either either like approaching some kind of wall, mm-hmm. like keep going at it. 
keep pushing through because what you're going to see on the other side is you're actually going to see all of that hardness, all of that difficulty, all of that change Mm -hmm. come to fruition into something like we're talking about right now. What we're planning on dropping in July is just accumulation of a lot of hard work, a lot of hard conversations, dialing in and understanding what mirror is. Yeah. Yeah. And allowing for things to change as well. Embracing it. Yeah. Like we had to be able to make room for how we think to change, how we see things to change, how we communicate to change, how we literally a lot of things. And this is like a, like a result of embracing small pieces of change over a long period of time. Um, and once again, like it's, it's challenging, it's hard work, but you know, um, I guess, you know, just to, just to wrap up this podcast, we'll just share a couple ending thoughts. Um, change change is is not going to be easy and just like i started the podcast up with is how can we see change and um how can we see change and the uncomfortable parts that are that have to be tweaked and moved and you know broken and put back together how can we see that as actually a revealing of something greater in the end how can we see change as more you're morphing into what you've always wanted or what yeah. you've always, you know, dreamed of or what the things that you're pursuing. Mm-hmm. How can you form to the changes in, you know, everyday life, but also in the big picture um, and see that it's good. And yeah. hopefully it's good. Not that all change is good, yeah. but, you know, we're optimistic. So we're going to talk about the good, but, yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. but, yeah. but how can we see change as being something that's actually beneficial to your life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thinking about what you just said i'm like yeah you're right like not all change can be good like uh for folks who let's say experience like a hurricane yeah that might look so like painful on the outside and so like difficult and like i've seen devastation like that but at the end of the day that change also like allows for opportunity to take Mm -hmm. hold so if someone's listening Mm -hmm. and they're experiencing a difficult time in their life like we want to say like, uh, yeah, we've been there. Yeah. Like we're probably experiencing some of that yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And the reality is the only way we keep moving is believing and knowing that there is going to be an opportunity that's going to arise out of this difficulty. Yeah. Like th- there's hope. Like you have to hold on to this cheesy as that sounds, yeah. but you have to hold on to something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and to keep moving. So I would say embrace that. Um, embrace change, uh, allow change to be something that speaks uh, newness, speaks life to you yeah. and just keep moving forward. I know when my latte art sucks, I don't stop pouring lattes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I just know wh- how, what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I keep pouring another one. And usually yeah. right before as cliche as it sounds right before I hit the wall, I break through yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, that's what I needed to do. Like, oh, that's what I was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would encourage that. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say more because I think that yeah. wraps my thoughts up pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, one last thought really is I hate movies because they're all predictable. <laughs> um, they, they, they all feel the same to me. That's why I hate them. Um, however, there is uh, what we can't, um, disagree with is uh, the the big thing about these Marvel films, yeah. these superhero films, 
It's really about a character that is going through yes. difficulty and struggle and ends up being heroic yeah. um, at the end and victorious. And we love that. Like, that's why Hollywood, that's why movies, that's why storytelling is actually like such a big part, it's such a big, massive industry yeah. and actually a big form of our entertainment. Yeah. Is because I think we actually love that story of struggle. There's something that, there's a villain that arises and. You know, a hero needs to stand up to the villain and over the course of, you know, of a, an hour and a half movie, you're seeing them break down. You're seeing them come to the edge of almost despair and destruction. And then all of a sudden, you know, they rise and they're able to overcome the villain. And all of a sudden there's this there's this heroic person. And we love to cheer for those people and enjoy those movies. Yep. Um, but really understand is also like... Uh, that's a reflection of like everyday life of yes. running a business of, you know, probably raising kids. You probably mm -hmm. know that. Yep. Um, but you know, just like really anything. Yeah. And how can we actually step into that shoe of a hero and really not all heroes wear capes. Sometimes yeah. it's the barista that, yep. you know, um, serves that serves a customer, a really good cup of coffee. Sometimes it's a producer. Sometimes it's, Yeah. I don't know. I'm about to drop a very cheesy quote because it feels fitting. Oh, boy. I don't know if I should. All right. But, we have one minute. Let's go. So a friend quoted another person <laughs> to me, and they said, be the change you wish to see. <laughs> I know that's super cheesy, but that's actually kind of there you it's kind of There true. you have it, folks. <laughs> there it is. We'll end it with that quote. Was Thank that you Gandhi? so much. For listening i'm not quite sure in the Somebody comments was. remind me who said yeah that. <laughs> um thank you so much for listening hit that subscribe button if you're on youtube leave a, a couple stars if you like this podcast on apple spotify whatever it is and also keep an eye out for that decaf that is officially dropped fresh new tasty coffees are on the way friends and one last thing don't forget reflect what's good